and welcome to episode 125 of your very favourite Scattershot. My name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. Wow! Yeah! It with a bullet, B! Uh, yeah, so that... <coughs> Is us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Now, uh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, Velkommen, hi, to uh, Sketcher125. Very, very happy for you to be here again. Uh, we have uh, been away a week. Yeah, well, just a week this time. Just a week. You lucky, lucky you people. Lucky, lucky people. And uh, yeah, so uh, as we said, not going to bury the lead. Have a little break after this. <laughs> yeah. We could have a little break after this. Yeah, I think we are having a break. Yeah, after we, yeah. but we're going to try and get straight back when I've uh, actually seen yeah. some stuff. Uh, what I would suggest uh, in other in other podcasts is don't listen to any other podcasts and just wait for us to come back. Just be patient. <laughs> it's fine. <a> sound advice. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a little bit arrogant, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit abrupt. Yeah, a little bit abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, to kick things off. On episode one two five, okay, it's a great number one two five. I like it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a one and a quarter. Yeah, yeah, one and a quarter. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's about the fractions. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> There's your podcast title. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, period. Oh no! Yeah! Oh, got all out. We were, there we go. Oh, God. I feel like I had a stroke. Colin couldn't reach. Um, Colin, you have seen, as promised, yes. uh, the Dangerhand double now, bill. I bet that sentence has never, ever been said until right now. So that's a scattershot exclusive yes. for you. No, uh, like the sub bag exclusive. <laughs> Dangerhand Dane has two films watched in a row. <laughs> And reviewed. Yeah. Okay, so the first one, I'll go for the one that's not so good. And I actually saw this at cinema. It's Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, when I went to the cinema, I made the biggest mistake of going to watch it in 3D, which again, I will never watch another film in 3D now. Right, okay. Uh, that, that is, and if I do, if you do hear me saying you're going to go and watch a film in 3D, just make sure you just say Valerian. And okay. then I'll know not to not to even malaria malaria I'll get malaria watching Valerian um, <laughs> so I got in the cinema there was some fucking lunatic sitting behind me and when I mean lunatic he was mad yeah. I could I, I could hear him talk <laughs> like, on his own I didn't want to turn around he was scaring me a little bit and some kids were in the back and I could hear him laughing and when they'd laugh he'd just turn around I could talk, I could feed him physically turn around <laughs> like mimicking their laughter, I was like, this guy's fucking off his tree. Yeah. Then he drops a packet of Skittles, yeah, <laughs> which, uh, uh, the sound of a pack, drop, uh, dropping a pack of Skittles is a, is a, is a sound to enjoy. It's, it's onomatopoeic. It's... <laughs> and then he goes, fuck, heard him go. So I really loved that. And then there was a couple behind me, probably in their 40s or 50s, that was it. So there was three kids at the Just back. fingering each other. Me, and, but the best thing was, is that this couple behind me, so I'm sitting there, all these, I can hear you picking the skittles up, and the film starts, and it says, put your 3D glasses on. So I put mine on, and then all of a sudden, this woman go, you fucking idiot, you bought my sunglasses in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. She went, you fucking did. Look, these motherfucking sang up. And she goes, go to the car and get it. went, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> she went, fuck. And she just got up and obviously ran to the car. Which, which was hysterical. Oh. I was really chuckling. I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he just weren't having none of it. I mean, he, he definitely wears the chairs in there. Like, <laughs> so anyway. So the film started, they didn't start in 3D, so it was all blurry, so I had to go outside. Oh, really? No, it was, it was a comedy of errors. It was just... This is the... love sunglasses with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go out there and explain to them that the 3D weren't working, everything was just really blurry. How is that possible? I don't know. And then she oh yeah, I know what's going on. And then she ran off and it did come, come back, but still a little bit blurry, you know, it still weren't yeah. great. Anyway, the film is... Uh, about an, an alien race that sort of gets wiped out and as he gets wiped out a few of them manage to escape these aliens and what they take with them is like a little tiny energy ball right uh, that is so powerful it could it could power a whole city for 10 years so it's obviously all about this energy ball uh, but also they take with them a replicator and this replicator is in a, is like a little animal and you feed the the, the whatever you're going to replicate into his back right 
and he vomits out whatever you put into his bag a million times over, if you know what I mean. Okay. But during their escape, they sort of, uh, things get lost. So this replicator and this ball of energy are over the other sides of the planet's kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone's, the, the government are all after these energy things. Of course. And it's up to Captain Valerium and uh, Sergeant uh, Levine, Lorien, Lorilen. Yeah. Uh, this so, is Luke Besson, right? This is Luke Besson, yeah. Right, so, yeah. Uh, it's based on uh, Valerian and Lorien, the comic series, yes. the French comic series. Which I've got and I've never read. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I've never I've heard got, of I've it. I've got some big hardbacks of them and I've never read them. Yeah. Well, anyway, so it's up to them to go and try and save today, basically. from They need to get their hands on this energy or the replicator before the bad guys do, basically. And it all ends up in Alpha, which is a city of a thousand planets. It is absolutely... Stunningly beautiful. I wish I'd not. I wish I'd seen it in two D. It, yeah. it would have looked absolutely incredible. Um, so it's it's all in name a sequel to the Fifth Element, really. Really? Yeah. It looks. It's got the same annoying characters in it. If you know what I mean. The same sort of flow of the film, and and the city looks pretty similar to the one in Fifth Element. Um, it's 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 good. It's 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 got a long. It's it's quite pacey. Mm. Um, the problem I had with it were the two leads. Uh, Dane DeHaan, badly, badly miscast in yeah. this. I personally feel this is too cool for school captain. He looks so young. You just can't believe that he'd be in charge of a ship. You know, uh, you wouldn't put him in charge of... A yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yo-yo would just be enough. I'd be like, you be careful with that yo-yo. But I'd give him a ship. <laughs> you know. And obviously, Carla Delevingne is hot. In this, like, absolutely stunning to look at. Yeah, uh, she's better than him in it, to be honest. But she's not very good. She's rubbish, though. Yeah, she's not very good. But he <laughs> makes her look quite good because he's just miscast. He's, he's playing his too cool for school, you know, ultra ultra captain, his comic book fantasy captain. It just doesn't. It didn't work for me that, and it ruined the film because they're basically in every single scene of the film. Yeah, Clive Owen's the bad guy in this. Huh. Um, which and again he's really hammy as well. Rihanna's in it as Bubble, which is just a really cringy kind of sex changing alien. And Ethan Hawke as Jolly the Pimp, who's her pimp. So it's got some good. Um... Well, there's people in it, right? Yeah. Um, it was okay. It was it was all right. I've just the skittles the skittles falling over. And the woman having her sunglasses were the two best bits of the film. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be the two best bits of any film. Oh, and really. then and then it's filmed loud as well. There's loads of action going on. It's nothing but action. There were some yeah. lovely sci-fi bits. Like Luke Besson does. It's lovely yeah. sci-fi. Um, but there was... I mean, it's so loud. This bloke behind me again, halfway through the film, dropped something so loud on the floor. It made me jump. <laughs> I don't know what he dropped. Well, I know exactly what he dropped because I found it later. And after about... I don't know, an hour and a half. Was it your dignity? Yeah, an hour and a half. This guy, he must have been on drugs. It's the only, he was wearing sunglasses. When I turn around and see him walking in, he's wearing sunglasses. I'm assuming he was just off his teeth. Was that like, hey, they're mine. (laughs) 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 He just got up and left. And uh, and after about 10 minutes of him leaving, I heard, "Mm, (laughs) mm." and I look down uh, over there and I, I see, a brand new Samsung Galaxy Edge phone. It, yeah. That was that. Well, it dropped on the floor. The thing must have weighed a fucking ton. Yeah. So being a good Samaritan, what I did, I actually picked it up and took it took it to the counter or to the manager and said, "Look, someone's dropped their phone here." Some yeah. idiot. And he's a fucking lunatic. He's a fucking lunatic. Good luck <laughs> getting that back to him or having a conversation with him. That's something that a fucking cinema is going to give a phone back. Yeah, yeah, but I did so. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like somebody works in a cinema. Oh, do you reckon that's gone? Oh yeah, it's gone. Do you reckon that's in some kid's pocket? Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least... What's up, the, bruv? No, I ain't got any. <laughs> at least he had the, uh, the, 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 the know-how to turn the volume off, which I was pretty pleased with. Perhaps he was too stupid to turn the volume on. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, this film is a little bit of a mess, but a very, very, very pretty mess. Yeah? Yeah. What would you give it? <sighs> I'm going to give it a six, I think. Six is fair. Six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go on. Uh, two of you. A pretty mess. Pretty mess. Pretty mess. Pretty mess. Pretty messy. 
Pretty messy. Pretty messy. Yeah. Good. Just like that two-word review. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's all come full circle. Well, you you were less than impressed with it. Yes. Uh, but uh, looking at the uh, some of the reviews. Oh yes. On the Internet Movie Database. <laughs> oh, here we go. Commonly known as the IMDb. <laughs> um, some people really enjoyed it. And uh, this is a review titled "Really Loved," all lowercase. <laughs> really loved the CGI and the Rihanna scene. <laughs> yeah. Now this is um, four-year-old. Well, I, I'll read it in the style of uh, the person I imagine wrote this. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Took a chance, yeah, and went in for the Thursday <laughs> evening premiere. Really worth the effort and the cost. Full stop. CGI, I would say, were on a par with the best like Star Wars. <laughs> Chemistry between the lead pair was well scripted. Storyline was confusing at start, but gets predictable soon. Nothing remarkable, but the screenplay and graphics keep you glued in. This is my first review. I, I'm As a sidebar, I think it's the first written words this person yeah, has said. Yeah. Felt it deserved much better than a seven, but falls short of a masterpiece. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shoot, what a masterpiece. <laughs> so wow. there you go, so, out of 10. Somebody Fuck enjoyed it. Me. They enjoyed it a lot. Wow. Oh. What did you give Blade Runner? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Crazy. Oh, so yeah, that's uh, Valerian and the... Uh, the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, when it comes out, watch it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm gonna. I, mean, yeah. I like Luce, I like Luis Besson. Yeah, um, but I mean, that's that's only half of the journey that you've been on. It is. The, it is the, the, the Dandahan Odyssey that we are about to uh, embark <laughs> on, and um, the good ship, mid-level Hollywood actor, and all who shall sail in her. So my second film. Yeah. Did you like the way that just led that? Yeah, I did. It, <laughs> was, it was lovely. I felt <laughs> like I was floating into it, and then yeah. bash, we're in the, the yeah. waves are here. Uh, a cure for wellness. Yes, I'm very interested in this. Yeah, I want, me too. I've wanted to see this for a very long time. The thing that put me off, and has always put me off, was the two and a half hour runtime. Mate, that's par for the course. I now, know, I know, but you know me, long films. I'm, I don't, I just don't like them. But um, uh, it, this Dane Dane DeHaan plays is is perfectly cast here. Yes, as a Wolf of Wall Street upcoming little shitbag in yeah. the stockbrokers. Who's you know coats up to the eyeballs and sweating and red raw and ah gonna get him gonna get him yeah I know the ones um, yeah you know the ones <laughs> and he gets called into a board meeting and he thinks he's he's being promoted to the actual board and he gets told that the main the main CEO has yeah. gone missing and they need him back because the company's about to go go belly up because they've a lot of frauds gone on and they need this uh, CEO to come back and take the blame. <laughs> Otherwise, right. yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah, I know they the need ones. a full guy. Can, can, so we need you, and if you do this job, if you go and find him, uh, you will be made a uh, member of the board. Yeah. So he's like, right, where have I got to go? They go, right, you've got to go Switzerland because he's gone to this like curing like wellness centre, and he hasn't come back. And all we received this rambling letter of like, I'm so happy here. I'm never coming back. This is this is where I'm going to be cured for the rest of my life. Blah blah blah. blah. So anyway, so he gets in a plane. And he goes to uh, this place. Oh, I think it's called Wellness. It might be called Wellness. Or the Wellness Centre. Yeah. In Switzerland, in the mountains. And it's run by Jason Isaacs. And everyone there... Oh, I love Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs is cracking. It, like like a, a like mid-career revival for yeah. Jason Isaacs. Oh, cause, of course, because you've seen... What's he called now, haven't you? He's in Star Trek. No, the bad in... Uh, you've seen it. The I.O. No, O.A. Have you not seen the O.A. Yeah. yeah. Did you? We not? Did we talked about that. I don't think we have spoken about the OA. You talked because you did say it a little while ago, didn't you? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it a while ago. Oh, yeah. was it a while ago? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there something else you've seen recently? You were going, oh, it's fucking brilliant. Why didn't I watch this years ago? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. That was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so he goes to this, uh, this wellness centre in Switzerland, and everyone there is very happy. But there's a mystery going on. He meets the he meets the CEO, and he's like, "I'm not going home." And then after that. He tries to leave and everyone's going, no one leaves here. Once yeah. you're here, you don't want to leave. He's like, no, 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 I've got to go back and tell the board that this man's not coming back. On the way home, on the way, on the car, on the way at the airport, he has a crash, breaks his leg, all of a sudden wakes up back at the wellness centre where he's being looked mm-hmm. after. Uh, it is like Shutter Island. I was about to say, it's got a Shutter Island vibe. And I liked it a lot for that. Yeah. I like the Shutter Island vibe about it a lot. But again, there's a lot of horror in this as well. Oh, really? Yeah, it's quite... It's creepy. It's more creepy than the Shutter Island in the horror aspect, where Shutter Island is just creepy because it's just mad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I find very disturbing. 
Yeah, Shutter Island's a much more disturbing film. No, but I mean, just in general, like the, the like mental people, yeah, around like you know, movie mental people around, like like all those scenes in um, uh, Twelve Monkeys um, when yeah, all of the mental yeah, yeah. Was like, like, and stuff like one uh, five cookies, one, yeah, one five cookies, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But it, all of that just makes me oh, really yeah, unsettled. Nasty, like yeah. the start of um, Legion when they're all in the oh, thing yeah, and they're all like. Yeah. Right, yeah, switching out, yeah. Uh, just like it's like, oh fuck, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, they just sit there, and just, <laughs> little titty. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I do that when one of my children touch me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I've been asleep for fifteen hours. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I need a blood transfusion. <laughs> I need a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the setup's really well. The premise is great. The the, the actual wellness mansion or wellness centre is really creepy looking. It's got loads yeah. of dungeons, and basements, and obviously the deeper he gets, the further in he gets. He can't get out, and it's you know all getting on top of him. Mm. Um, so it is a descent into madness for, for him, which I, I I love horrors like that, like yeah, in, the, yeah, in yeah. the mouth of madness as well. Mm-hmm. Like Sam Neil, kind of similar to that. In, Did in he direct that, that? Sorry. Did he direct that? No, it was John Carpenter. Directs in the mouth of madness. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a little gem, by yes, the way. Yes, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. No one ever speaks about it in the mouth of madness, but such a cane. Yeah, yeah. Fucking great film, that is. Um, so, yeah, and Jason Isaacs is the, is the so ever so nice psychiatrist who <laughs> runs the thing. Come on, we, we'll help you. We're yeah, not yeah. to hurt you. Um, it, it loses its way in the last 15, 20 minutes, I'd say. The payoff doesn't actually, it's not, you're not rewarded enough with the actual lovely build up you get. Yeah. But I was really pleasantly surprised for a film I wasn't actually. Fully on board with. I, I was. I was. I was really pleased with Dane DeHaan's the performance and Mia Goff as well, who uh, plays a strange child who no one really knows what she's about, and it's, mm. it's really good. I, I'm a. I, I'm actually quite a big Dane DeHaan fan. Oh, ever since what's it called? Uh, the, the superhero one. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I know the one. I mean, <sighs> that's the one I saw him in. Yeah, first of all, the one that Max Landis wrote. Yeah. Uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. Well done. Oh, um, good Paul. Good Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, he's very good in that. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. He's got a look about him. Yeah. And I'd like, you know, I, I want to see him in more things. I want to see him playing a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, that, he is. Well, no, I know yeah. he is. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's playing the Wolf of Wall Street and Shutter Island in one film. Well, yeah. Job done. Um, yeah, you know, where like he's there and then it goes into. And, and yeah, you know, I, just, I, I, I think he, he's got. He's got a big Oscar-winning performance yeah, in him. He's, he's got something that, that someone just needs to unlock it. Yeah, it needs, just, to be, it needs to be cast correctly. Yes, and I think yeah, yeah. he is here. Well, you know, as you say, he was cast incorrectly in Valerian, yeah. and in, in this, it absolutely cast correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to Valerian for a second, what? Who would have been better? In that? Oh, someone older, a bit more rugged, a bit more sort of nouse about them, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not completely older, but someone like a Thomas Jane. Yeah, maybe not that old. Not maybe not that old. Somewhere in the sort of I don't know mid mid to late thirties would have been. But I don't know how Dane Dehan, but he looks fucking young. I mean, oh no, yeah, age. I think I think he's only he's, he's like early twenties, sure. Yeah, he must be. So yeah, if you had like a, a 35, 40 year old captain, then I think you you'd, you'd be in you'd be in better territory. Nice. Yeah, nice, like a Todd Carty. Like a Todd Carty <laughs> on ice skates. Yeah. That's exactly what you need. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> A cure for wellness, Colin. What would yeah. you give it? I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. It would have been an eight if the finale would have matched the build up to it. I would have give it an eight, but seven is a fair score for that. Okay, two word review. The worms. Okay, very good. Well, you gave it a seven. Yep. Um, some people were less enthusiastic about oh. this film. Oh no. Um, this is a review uh, by uh, the user Carrie zero one two three. Yeah. And if any, if I'm just gonna have a guess, that's their password as well. <laughs> um, and uh, this, they've titled this uh, this review, "What a piece of garbage." <laughs> um, now, I, I, again, I, I think this is very passive aggressive okay. as well. This review is very passive aggressive. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read it how I think they how they said it. Um, I don't know how else to put it. This film is just plain awful. <laughs> I cannot believe the number of positive reviews on this site and I must be in the minority. But I think there are a lot of pretentious people reviewing this film. I'm not a critic, but simply someone who enjoys all kinds of movies and this is terrible. (laughs) 
The storyline is ridiculous nonsense and the acting is not much better. I've only written this because I can't believe there are so many people who say they enjoyed this P.O.S. P.O.S.? Piece of shit. It's literally, literally what it says. says. <laughs> One out of ten. <laughs> One out of ten. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. A cure for wellness. A cure for fucking abbreviation. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, but yeah, there we go. The DDB uh, double bill. Uh, there you go. I am uh, enthralled. Oh, it's Gore Fabinski was the uh, director, by the way. Yes, of course. I, I know, again, big, big, big. I'm, I'm all in. You've got to be. I'm You've got to be a fan of his. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I am definitely going to check out both of those films. Actually, cool, good, I, I like do them. it. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, Cole. I have seen a film. Oh, have you? Um, <laughs> surprisingly, so yeah. uh, this film uh, is a bit of a it's a, it's an art house sleeper. Okay. Yeah, uh, and it's a it's a it's an odd one. Yeah, it's an odd one, but I'm fond of it, so I'm going to talk about it. This is called a ghost story. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now, um, heard of it. This is directed and written by uh, David Lowry, uh, who I don't know if you've seen uh, his, his his sort of sophomore effort, which was uh, "Ain't Them Bodies Saints." No, I haven't seen that. But that very, film is very cultish. Very, very good. Is it really? Very solid film. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but it, it's hugely stylistic, and he has uh, he wrote and directed this, and there's a you know a bit of mythology around it that you know he made it for something like 70 grand or something and it shows um, <laughs> uh, but you know it's it's got big name stars in it so it stars uh, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara yeah and a, a, literally a few other people and it's the story of these two he's a um, uh, he's a songwriter I believe and she, I don't know what she does uh, but they're a married, young married couple, and when the film opens, they're sitting there in their house and they're just getting on with shit. Yeah, she's there, like they're moving in and stuff like. that. Right. Very little dialogue in this film. Minimalist. It's hugely minimalist. Yeah. We're not talking like cinema verite sort of stuff. It is like it's just a house. They're yeah. in a house, and she's unpacking some boxes and stuff, and he's doing some stuff, and it's all like longing looks. This film is mostly silent. I will tell you now. This there is very, very little dialogue in this film. Really? Yeah. If there's if there's more than two pages of written dialogue, I'd be hugely surprised in this <laughs> in this ninety minute film. Um. So very early on in the film, we're talking the first fifteen minutes. He dies. Casey Affleck dies. Right. Car accident. Not a spoiler. Beetlejuice style. No. Okay. You just you all you see is just a, a very gentle panning shot into what appears to be a car wreck, and there's just him just sort of slumped over the wheel. The next thing you oh, see okay. is a, a gurney with him on it and her standing over it, and they peel back the sheet, she. and you see him dead. That is, you know, the start. And she's there, and she's like, "Shit, <laughs> like my <laughs> husband, my husband is dead." Obviously, I'm vocalising this. It is largely silent. Um. So she fucks off, like she's obviously in grief, goes home, and the camera just focuses on this gurney with him laying there. Yeah. And then he gets up. With the sheet on. With the sheet on. And yeah. he is a proper child's ghost. <laughs> ghost, right. Like, so he's just a, it's just a sheet <laughs> with eyes in it. Right. Okay. As low fi as, 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 as what your brain is telling you, that is what it looks like. And if you look at the IMDb page, you'll see it. It is just a geezer with a sheet yeah, on it's the, front, it's the front cover, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a proper like ghost ghost. It's the only way to draw a ghost, if you ask me. Um, <clears throat> which you didn't. So... <laughs> The, the, what unfolds from there is to say too much would be obviously to spoil things but I'm going to give you an idea for those of you who have seen these films um, good you'll get an idea of where this is going for those of you who haven't uh, this probably won't be too much help for you but it's, it's, it's like something like Enter the Void uh, yeah okay a little bit or to a lesser degree something like a Christmas Carol or It's a Wonderful Life kind of thing Um, but this film plays fast and loose with uh, the concept of time 
uh, and uh, the, the, the concept of grief as a whole. Now, you'd think because it's a couple and there's one of them dies and it's, you know... You, your initial thought is, fuck, this is going to be a piece where like there's a, like, a widower who's desperately upset for the end, end of time. It's not. It's not about that. What it's about is about this... It's about the relationship that people have with possessions and okay. how how we feel in our place in the world and the the, the, the relationship that the ghost in, in inverted commas uh, has with the house is the main part of this story that's the grief aspect of that right. his missus uh, again I'm not spoiling anything here because this is literally in the first 20 minutes of the film um, just goes you know she moves on because at the beginning of the film, she's like, "Look, I want to move. I don't think this is working out. This house." He's like, "No, I like the house. It's got a piano in it." Right, okay. uh, so and so, so on and so forth. Uh, and then she's gone. So it's no longer about their relationship. It's about his relationship with the house and the place that he feels at home. Um, and then how that tracks through endless time and space. Okay. And believe me when I tell you that this is, you know, this is a micro-budget film, but it does so much with it. It's just the storytelling and the way that this film is structured and executed that really impressed me yeah it really did impress me and just little details and the I mean I'm not going to say too much there's a couple of bits in this that absolutely slayed me just completely tore me apart Um, it's not for it's not going to be for everyone this film it really isn't but if you like your cinema in to to, to give you a, a sense of scope and to make you think about you know your place in the universe and how things work. This is definitely for you. It is a cracking film. Cool. Um, and it, you know, it stuck with me. It really did. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I spoke to Natalie about it and I said, look, this is, this is something that you're never going to watch and you're never going to want to watch. Yeah. But it's something that I really enjoyed and it's something that I want to talk to you about. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good film. It's, it's definitely, definitely not what you think it is. Cool. Let me tell you that. Um, Vanilla Sky. That was the other thing that made me think uh, of. Right, okay. Made me think of Vanilla Sky. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's a it's a cracking little thing. Uh, you know, it did Gangbusters at uh, uh, Sundance and Ghostbusters uh, and Ghostbusters at, um, uh, at uh, Vermont University. R- R- Rain Dance. Oh, okay. Yeah, the okay. Uh, the the crap club in King's Cross. Um, <laughs> so your two word review, Alan. No, sorry, no, your marks out of ten. Marks first. out of ten. Um, it's really difficult, Cole. It yeah. really is. I think I think this is a I think this is a good eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Good eight out of ten. It's not for everybody. No. I have to I I have to score it how I felt it was. Of course, of course. But I I caveat that with it's not for anybody. Some of you gonna read some of you gonna watch this and hate it. Well let me read you this uh read a little snippet of this review. Wow. It says, uh, there was a scene that was about 10 minutes long just watching a pie being eaten. The movie had hardly any dialogue and was like the pie eating scene, just to cobble together a bunch of long drawn out scenes for no apparent reason. I would have been more, it would have been more exciting to watch my $30 swirl down the toilet than watching this complete bore fest. <laughs> One star. One star. <laughs> <laughs> I, could gi- I could give you more one stars. Yeah. Um, maybe I was expecting too what, much. Sorry, sorry, Colin, what was the title of this review? Uh, the ghost is the missing story. Right. It's uh, um, and how and how do you imagine this was written? Badly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I expecting too much. <laughs> Verbatim, I like when, it. When I am hoping for dialogue, anything the ghosts do talk to each other. Ha. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> <laughs> I can see this movie being replayed on Saturday Night Live. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. No, no, no. Uh, and that, that's it. It's a, it, it is, uh, however, there was a scene in the movie which fully expressed my feelings. It is a scene where main character vomits. I am sure that if I eat for some reason too much, <laughs> no. it, it, it will be enough to recall this movie to achieve same reaction. <laughs> there you go. There you How go. many stars? Uh, one star. One star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it physically affected me. I mean, I didn't yeah, vomit, yeah. but... No, 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 it physically affected me. It's a shame these people can't actually write properly, isn't it? It's, oh, no, uh, I, 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 never brilliant. change, never no, no, change, no. <laughs> never change. Oh, dear. Um, 
Colin. Yes. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's a big guy. <laughs> he's a big guy. He, you know, he's got form. Uh, he has got form. He, he's, he's surprisingly short, but he's very wide. Is he short? He's, he? not, he's not that tall. Okay. Um... I mean, it's a, it's it's a tangential stat to the fact that you've seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger film that I haven't. Yeah, I know. You didn't even heard of it, had you? I hadn't. I didn't know it existed. And you showed me the trailer, and I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Colin, Killing Gunther. Killing Gunther. They they knew Arnie. And if film. anyone's listening has heard of this, please raise your hand. <laughs> I don't care where you are. Uh, at it, a funeral. <laughs> to be fair, you shouldn't be listening to us if you're at a funeral. It's the story of. We're glad you're listening, either way. Blake. Blake. Blake, yeah, Blake, who is an assassin, who assassin. assassin. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you with rhythm. How do you spell rhythm? <laughs> and he wants to make his name. Rhythm has your two hips moving. That's how you spell it. R H Y T H M. Okay. Enough of my ac- acrostic diagnostic. Yeah. It's wow, so- there's a two-word review. So Blake- <laughs> Sorry, Colin, carry on. So Blake decides to. Um, Get a crew of other assassins. Yes. To take out the best assassin ever, so they can make their name. I love the way he's a best assassin ever. ever. Obviously, <laughs> who is Gunther? Shut up. Who is Gunther? Yeah. But not only are they going to do this, they have recruited a film crew to follow them round to yeah. film them killing Gunther. Um, so it's a documentary. Almost like a found footage thing. Yeah. What are you just going to say? I just looked at the poster of it. It's good, isn't it? Wicked. Yeah. Everything. Everything about the look of this film is wicked. The trailer, which I saw a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "That looks good." You showed it to me. I really yeah. liked I it. I was like, "I'm well up for this. It looks funny, yeah. actiony." Arnie looks like self-parody, and him. You know, I thought, "Yeah, this is going to be good." Um, anyway, so he gets this eccentric bunch of assassins to go and kill Arnie. Now, this is the genius of the film, but also what's so annoying about the film, Arnie. He's in it for seven or eight minutes of screen time. Really? Yep. That's if practically that. the entire trailer. Yes. Oh. Yes. All it is is the night of the five assassins going around trying to kill Gunther, who's never there. Or if you do see him, you see him running away or jumping over a car. It was just obviously not Arnie because it's doing backflips across the car and stuff. And in the meantime. Things are blowing up all around them, and and the members of this this assassination squad are being killed by Gunther, even though you never see who it is. Yeah. Uh, until the end, then you see him, and that's it. And he's in it for five ten minutes, and and then that's it. That's the film. Um, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's like I said, it's filmed documentary style. It's very unfunny. Wow. Yeah, it's very unfunny. <laughs> There's I, a two-word from you. Yeah, yeah. Bury the lead. Uh, which I was, I was gutted about. I was really excited to watch this film. I don't think I've been more disappointed this year in a film. Uh, Arnie, when he's in it, he's taking the mick out of himself so much that it's just stupid. He wears lederhosen in one scene. You know, <laughs> Sold. Like, like, well, not a lederhosen, like Austrian, like, natu- you know, the national dress kind of thing. Yeah, I know lederhosen. Yeah, I know, yeah. So, little, little hat and the things. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's directed by Car- Taron Killam, who plays Blake as well, the main bloke. Now, uh, he's from... Sa- he's from Saturday Night Live, I believe. I've never seen him. He, I don't know if he, he must be funny on Saturday Night Live, but he's, he's not funny in this. No one's funny in this. Uh, Co- Cody Smolders is in this as well. Really? Co- Kobe? Is it Kobe? Kobe. 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 Kobe Smolders. Cody. Cody? Cody. 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 Is it Cody? Co- I mean, it might be on Cody. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely on Cody. It's definitely on Cody. I like her. His girl- Yeah, she plays his girlfriend. And it's, you know, it's all talking to cameras and talking heads as they go yeah, around. Yeah. There's lots of action, but it's, it's a bit cheap. Mm. Looking, uh, it, it's not particularly well paced. Uh, like I said, Arnie's belly. Is it a Saturday Night Live film? It, it might be. I don't know. You know how they like in the like late nineties they project like all like your Tommy Boys and yeah. your Black Sheep and your yeah, but they were funny. Well, well uh, Tommy Boys, wicked. Yeah, they are both very funny films, but that's because of the people in it. But they're, they're, yeah, you know stuff like that, like Dirty Work, which is a classic. Oh, they're three uh, nipples, you know. <laughs> sort of three nipples in that film. <laughs> Um, you know things yeah, like that, yeah. which were which were Saturday Night Live films. 
Is this what so that I is? I thought you saw that Joe Dirt, not Dirty Work. Joe Dirt. Do you have a Joe Dirt? Yeah, I remember Joe Dirt. Have you it seen the sequel? nipples in that? No, it looks dreadful. Is it I, bad? I haven't seen it. I want I to tried, see it. I watched 10 minutes ago, I had to turn it off. Oh, mate, we should watch it. Dirty Work's my favourite. I just realised we're trying to talk about Dirty Work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Norm MacDonald. Yeah. It's the best. I've got, I've got that on Blu ray. I've got it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's worse. Yeah. <laughs> have you what still got your VHS hooked up? No, I haven't, I've, I haven't got. I haven't had no hooked up for three months now. Dirty works on Netflix, I think. Is it? No, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I've got to watch the Blu-ray because uh, I bought it. Yeah, that's, there's a cracker. There you go. Do you know what? The Blu-ray of that is not been enhanced in I any way. It, it is the DVD copy <laughs> just on a Blu-ray disc, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, it's so cheap it doesn't have a back cover. Really? <laughs> it's just the right page. And it's not... I got it frozen. It's a pro, it was sealed and everything. Oh. It's a proper Blu-ray, but it's DVD quality. And it is a Blu-ray. I know it's a Blu-ray disc because I put it in my computer. <laughs> but the back... Even... They, it was so... They couldn't... Had no budget. Oh. So he used the DVD cover, but with no back cover. Because oh. it cost too much to print it. Dirty work. Dirty work. Film. Chevy Chase is the daughter oh, who's in Hock to the Mafia and he's trying to, yeah, trying he, to he get money off. He's got no fingers left. He's getting it? so bizarre. He said, you owe, you owe the Mafia $10,000. They cut two of your fingers off and you still owe him $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> like that somehow pays it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dirty work. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, if it's on Netflix, everyone should go over Netflix. Yeah, without it. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, redeeming features to this film? I'm trying to think that it does it does pick up when Arnie's in it. To be honest, it's yeah. quite funny. It, you know, he's quite funny, and he certainly brings the level up, obviously, because it's fucking Arnie. Yeah. But you just feel cheated, man. From that trailer, I showed you like, right, well, Arnie's in this all the way through, and he's not. He's in it for seven, eight minutes yeah. tops, and the rest of them aren't funny. Everything that's funny is in that trailer. Nah. So uh, I felt cheated, really. Well, one of the things I said when you showed me the trailer. Uh, was um, I thought it looked like a cross between Smoking Aces and uh, Season Seven and Season Seven uh, the contenders. Series Seven Series Seven the contenders yeah. yes we were saying know, the, the UK version yes um, <laughs> is that right is that is that a, a positive I wouldn't say Smoking Aces uh, Series Seven it's definitely yeah. got some some yeah similar to Series Seven but whereas Series Seven was funny in a really yeah 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 really yeah. dark way. This is just, it, 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 it tonally, it shifts really bizarre. One minute it'll be sort of, you know, balls to the walls, stupid action, you know, almost like cartoon caper action. Then it'll be really schmaltzy and try and be really like affecting and moving. And the next minute there'll be like some really hardcore violence in there. It's quite like, you're like, fucking hell, like, and it's just all over the place. It doesn't really know what genre it's in and it's in no I'll tell you what genre it's in the shit genre that's what it's in right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, genre, the genre of shite <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it's a genre all of its own yeah it is uh, so Colin what would you give it four 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 it's the lowest Arnie film but I haven't seen Junior you haven't seen Junior I haven't seen Junior oh Junior yeah oh Junior's great it's good. is it okay yeah. I, don't, I don't know I've never yeah, seen yeah, yeah. it Emma Thompson's okay. wicked in that what's Arnie's worst film ooh that is a, I'm going to put my phone down for that that's a good question what is Arnie's worst film well certainly I want the Scatterjotiers to get back to us on that um, but I would we can't go with Maggie you can't say Maggie let's let's go before no no no, no 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 no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I wasn't going to say Maggie oh, okay. I, I, I don't because like, I quite like Maggie nah. I know you didn't I don't like, like the film but I think he's very good yeah 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 I think maybe uh, the what's the one he did that oh no that's Johnny Depp uh, <laughs> collateral damage. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dog shit. That's yeah. I quite like the sixth day. Do though. you? I quite like the sixth day. It's alright. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say raw deal. Oh, it's not a bad shout. I didn't like raw deal. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like some of the. I don't like the second Conan film. Nah. Yeah, okay. Ah, and it's with the lamentations of the women. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, man. Get yeah, it does up. get a bit much, that one. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not massive with Conan. I, I, Do you know I, what needs to be remade? The Running Man needs to be remade, you know. Oh, they can't remake it. The thing is, if they ha- if they remade it, they'd have to remake it like the book, but they can't remake it like the book because they fly a plane in at the fucking World Trade Centre at the end of it. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't, yeah, well, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, the ending, he fucking... He, 
kill, he kills himself and he kills everyone in the fucking plane. Yeah, but just don't have it in a World Trade Center. You can flow it. No, no. I mean, the, the ending's bleak of the book, mm. man. But it needs to be redone because Running Man, I don't think it's very good. Oh, rubbish. I think it's great. Really, do I, you? No, I watched it very recently. Really? Yeah, I watched it very recently and it still holds up because Natalie hadn't seen it. And okay. I found it on... Um, the shitty Virgin TV thing. And by the way, everyone, scatter your top tip. Don't get Virgin, it's bollocks. Yeah, what's a um, But yeah, uh, the end, the song at the end of that, it's just brilliant. At, at what? No, my lordly nights! <laughs> in this game so come on, okay, so what's his worst one then? So I'm going Raw Deal. You're going Raw Deal. Uh, uh, I've got, a, I think it's collateral damage. Collateral I think, damage, I think okay. that's dreadful. All right, fair shout. All right, and then just quickly round this off then, best Arnie film. Ooh, Commando Oh Predator Man Predator Predator Man Predator Man <laughs> It's like the Troma version Actually fuck Troma I don't want to talk about them um, uh, Yeah no Predator's up there Yeah I like Commando though Commando's great Yeah I don't need the gun John <laughs> don't, don't need the, the knife girl. John I don't, the, I don't need the list of Milano John um, Well Colin you gave it a four Yes Which is uh, Which seems fair Yeah Seems fair uh, I'm going to read a review uh, titled Tribute to Cult Classic. And this is by uh, Soft Cell uh, on the 28th of September 2017. So a very recent one. Uh, and I'm going to read it how I think it was written. Okay. Even though it was written by a man called Soft Cell. <laughs> the movie is an almost exact copy of Belgian cult classic Man, man Bites, Bites Dog. Dog. No, it's not. Brackets 1992. <laughs> If you watch it as a remake of that movie, it is a great experience. <laughs> Similar acting, Colin, Fuck. and directing work, but with a more professional camera crew. It is refreshing to see Hollywood names trying out non-traditional formats and getting it right. Good, fun, Arnie action film. He is back and he is loving it. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Uh, honestly, I think that's a uh, fuck. I mean, I mean, I don't get annoyed. I don't get annoyed very often. I mean, what's wrong with people? I've not even seen this film, and I'm angry. Fuck. <laughs> Can you do that? Say a more professional camera crew off the fun of Man Bites Dog. He's a sound man keeps getting killed for fuck's sake. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. dear! I've wound you up. I've wound you. Up. You I'm have. Very, I'm very sorry. I'll find. I'll find another review for you. Um, uh, okay. So this this re- <laughs> this review is called "The First Half Is Very Funny," <laughs> and this is um, by a uh, a man called <coughs> Seguso, uh on the again on the 20th of September 2017, and I will read it as I believe it has been written. The first half of the movie is incredibly funny and original, and even clever. <laughs> I'd have given it a nine if it had kept that level. <laughs> but this movie is guaranteed to make you laugh if you watch it with your friends. It is definitely underrated. <laughs> eight out of ten. How, how can it be underrated? Eight, eight out, out of ten. ten. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, Stop being so yeah. smooth. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, that is Killing Gunther. I mm. am... Uh, do you know what? I'm going to watch it, Cole. Watch it. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think you are, but... I, I'm, Comedy is very subjective. See, I like Arnie, and I like his late, late, late revival. Yeah, me too. The uh, Last Stand, I think, is a little work of art. I, I love I the love Last it. Stand. I think it's brilliant. In fact, I'm, I went to cinema, so it was great. I'm really tempted to watch that again. Yeah, it's wicked. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about a book now. I know yes. we like the book reviews, and I've had lots of times to read, because uh, you know, I finally learned, um, and I am going to talk about a book that I didn't know existed. As we all know, I'm a big fan of the Jack Reach books. Are you? Oh, Head of it. <laughs> uh, Lee, Lee Child's uh, ongoing, Child. <laughs> ongoing tale of a, a, a man mountain, not not played by a middle aged lesbian Tom Cruise, um, <laughs> with no neck. Yeah, what's the horse is a what's he doing? Bake off <laughs> with a man who's haunting cakes. Um, it's uh, th- this book is called No Middle Name, which is a pun on the uh, the general Jack Reacher thing, where they go, "What's your name?" and he goes, "Jack Reacher," and he goes, "No Middle Name," he goes, "Oh no, Jack Nun Reacher." Or something like that, right? Because um, his family are a bit abrupt, Colin. You can relate to <laughs> I that. I like them. Um, so this is all just little short stories, and I, I've realised from reading this, and, and you know, I'm a sucker for this stuff. I love the Jack Reacher books. I, I, I like the character. I like the way Lee Child writes. Badly is the answer, in case you're asking. Um, Does he? It's 
he, pulpy. It's oh, it's pulpy, pulpy as shit. But it, let me let me get this. Let me let me let me say it. This is like a. It's like the pulp. This is like the, this is like the pope doing a kickflip. It's it's rad, but it's still the fucking pope doing it. So it's lame. Right. Yeah? Gotcha. He he he. He's not good at writing. But he writes good stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff you want to read about. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He, 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 the structure's good. The action is like nothing else you've ever, ever read. He gets the, the geography of it, but he just he seems to have limited vocabulary a little bit. Right, okay. Uh, and just, he gets stuck in tropes where he goes like, oh, the man we, he saw was massive. Or, <laughs> or, or he was just about big. Like, he sort of limits right. himself. I, I try and find, think of an example. Like, um... Oh yeah, like like oh, he was in a car. It wasn't the quickest car he's ever been in, but it weren't the slowest. <laughs> like that. And it's stuff like that. It's just like it's just like he second guesses himself. Um, yeah. and, and, and honestly, I could come out of a laundry list of the what things like that. Um, um, like she had the best le- pair of legs he'd ever seen, or somewhere in between the best and the worst, or something like that. Yeah. But all the rest of it, like the the the, the scene setting, the geography, the characters, the fighting, the fighting's ridiculous. Yeah. Like so good. Um, and, and, and he is a he is a fucking machine when it comes to pumping out these stories. So no middle name is a collection of short stories for Jack Reach. So it's just oh, okay. him cutting a boot. Uh, so it's like him. I don't know. Could be when he was a kid. Says so in this, there's stories when he's like fucking thirteen years old, beating people up on military bases. Or it could be him when he's like forty five years old, trekking around Alaska solving a crime. Right. Okay. But short stories. And in reading this, I realised something. Reading a book of short stories is the fucking best thing to do when you're on holiday. Holiday, yes. Yeah. I didn't. I never knew. I never knew. I read that Stephen King one uh, with uh, a good Mate. marriage and all that short stories. Yeah, but Stephen Stephen King short stories are just. Oh no, they were massive. It's just. It's just like it was four together. It's just. Yeah, I had the, I had the standard <laughs> dark tower just taken together. <laughs> Oh, these sort of stories are wicked. You have one of those like library vans following you around. You're like, yeah. ease up, Gary. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna get some tapas. Uh, don't worry, the kids will be fine. The kids will be fine. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I loved it. I, I, I'm, well, I'm glad you told me after yes. I realised that. Um, but yeah, all, all of these books, all, all these little stories, are really good. Uh, if you're a fan of the series, uh, it, it, it's well worth checking out. It's great to uh, get a little bit of backstory about Reach when he was a kid. When he was like thirteen and fucking six foot seven and two hundred pounds, um, <laughs> it, it's great fun. Uh, it, and that's the main thing. This book is fun, yeah. fun, fun, and uh, it, it's kind of awakened a little thing inside of me to seek out more short stories uh, about characters I like and things that are not less interesting. Because, um, like you, like most of the short stories I've read have been king. Yeah, yeah, uh, or like, or like Dean Koontz or something like that, where it'd been like, you know, oh, here's a short story I re- wrote that's six hundred pages long. It's like, well, fuck <laughs> you, Steve. Um, you should Google best short story books. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I like reading scripts, so okay, like, yeah. I, I get I'll, I'll get a screenplay and you know I'll go through that. But again, you have to kind of it's a bit of work involved in reading yeah, a screenplay. Yeah. I like reading short stories. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a real pleasure. Reading this, uh, little short stories about characters that I like, and obviously, but, like, but like for a completist like yourself, it must be really good. Sort of fills in a sort of few gaps here and there, doesn't it? Mate, Jack Creature Platinum Trophy. There you go, there Neil. You go. Have that one. Have Neil. that one. You can't do that one. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Colby. <laughs> Colby Smolders. Colby. <laughs> um, nice. So yeah, so that's no middle name by uh, Lee Child. Uh, if you like Jack Reacher, check it out. Okay, I will. Yeah, but I don't. So I won't. So you won't. <laughs> oh, fuck me then. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, I'm just abrupt. That's all. I'm just being <laughs> What am I going to say? <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. You were like, yes. <laughs> uh, so we're 50 minutes into the uh, to the to this uh, well, this fucking slice of fried gold. Uh, <laughs> Colin, uh, what have you got for housekeeping? Uh, I've seen one thing. You've seen one thing. One thing. Well, maybe two. I might be lying. We'll talk about one for now. <laughs> what have you seen, my friend? Ozark. Ozark. A Netflix original. Yes. Stars Jason Bateman and, and Laura Linney. Uh, it, most of the most of the episodes are actually directed by Jason Bateman. Oh, really? Yeah, which is well, I'm a big fan of Jason Bateman. I, 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 I am as well. I am as well. I'm a big fan. Uh, like I said, I, I always champion the, the film The Gift, but he's, he's, he can be a really good serious actor, Jason yes. Bateman. Yes. Uh, as well as a, a great comedic actor as well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he stars as uh, an accountant who is uh, laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel with his partner, 
And one day, this is not a spoiler, because in the very first episode, in the very first 10 minutes, they get a visit from the cartel leader who says, you've been stealing money. And it's him and his partner and another couple of people who transport the, the, the money. Uh, and they all go, no, 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 we're not stealing it. And then one of the blokes goes, well, it, was, it wasn't my idea, it was, it was his idea. And the Mexican cartel was like, you idiot, I didn't even think you were stealing money, it was just a test, but now I know, so you're going to die. And he takes them all down to his warehouse to shoot them all in the head, which he does, except for Jason Bateman, who begs him not to kill him. And as he says this, he, he remembers his friend gave him a uh, like a tourist leaflet on Ozark, which is a, a place we were thinking about buying a house there. So he says, look, I can I can launder all your money. Please don't kill me. Well, I've got this idea of going down to the uh, to Ozark, which is a set of lakes yeah. in like a hillbilly yeah. town. Um, and I'll launder double the money I'll launder for you now. Just give me, you know, give me $7 million. Let me go down to the Ozark and I'll do it for you. And he said, well, I'll save your life, but you better do it for me. So him and Laura Linney plays his wife uh, and he's got a son and a daughter who are sort of teenagers. They go down to the Ozark and have to start a new life and launder all this money. So they have to start getting businesses and, uh, you know, getting in with the local hillbillies and they turn out there's drug dealers there and there's all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. It got a lot of good reviews. Everyone keeps saying, got to see Ozark, got to see Ozark. It was mm. okay. There's, it's very slow. There's loads happening in the very first episode. Too yeah. much happens in the first episode. Right. And then nothing happens for four or five episodes. Oh. Yeah, really nothing, you know. Momentum and, void. Yeah, everyone can get to me, oh, he waits till he finds out how he launders the money. It's really clever. It's, it's really not. It's really not. When you find out how he this money, it's really not clever. It's very unclever. Is it really basic double entry bookkeeping? Um, good God. I mean, it's so easy. I understood it. That's how easy this laundry was. I knew what was going on. I, I could have done it. Oh dear. Uh, but it, you know it does by the end of it I, they, you know me I'm a one series guy yeah like with Mr. Robot I said that's it I'm done I'm well happy with that perfect done. Well done did you ever watch Boomtown no no oh, I still haven't it's seen Boomtown that's the best yet. one I, series I, I I'll have to I'll, I'll find that because I've got a I can I can find that. You I can, can find that, that, but I I I've got it on this. You've got it somewhere, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I may have given it to someone. It may have been you. Uh, I have given it to you in the past. I have definitely you? have, and you never watched it. Uh, but either way, yeah, find it. I'll if, find if, it. if you can't find it, I'll give it to okay. you because I will find it. Cool. Um, but yeah, but by the by <laughs> the it's okay. But by the end of this, I was I said to my missus, "This is then well, I'm not. We're not doing another series." She was agreed. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, and by the way we just watched Fargo all series one, two and three this was what we watched after so it's never going to compare to Fargo had Sally not seen any Fargo? no uh, so we started series three and then I said we've got to go and watch one and two so we did that all in a row the yeah. whole lot well, it doesn't matter what all, what all do you doesn't watch it doesn't matter not at all Cracking. Um, and it was lovely well, it does really in a kind of way because you see one character especially in series three comes back from series yeah. one yes uh, but anyway um so by the end of this though, it was really good. There was a little hook, and I was like, "You little fuckers! All right, all right, I'm coming back for series two, but it better be it. It better pick up because it definitely picked up by the end. Let's put it that way." Good. Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, are great. Uh, well, he's a little bit. He's just a fucking accountant, but he's doing a lot of big balls moves every every episode. And but the thing I do like about it is that they've told him if he doesn't loan this money him and his whole family are going to be killed and there is no two ways about it Yeah. and there are scenes where people find out like he, he takes over businesses and he says to like, the owner of the business I'm going to do this for you I'm going to help you but he doesn't tell me he's going to launder it and in the end they kind of find out and he's just so desperate he says listen I'm laundering the money and I'm going to launder the money because if I don't the Mexican cartel are going to be here and they're going to kill me and my family are going to make sure they kill you too and yeah. it's like, do you know what? I'd probably say that as well. Because if you're in this shit, you wouldn't just try and light get out of it. You go, look, we're all fucked here now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Better, you better get on with it. <laughs> Which crack I mean, on, lads. Yeah, yeah, crack <laughs> on. Which I kind of liked him for that. He was so, the desperation really came through. It was like, I'm, I've got nothing. So you either yeah. do, as, do as we're told or we're all dead. And I kind of liked it for that. Good. So definitely worth a watch. Okay. Well, uh, I'll keep you on board. I'll tell you about series two when it comes out. It's on Netflix. Okay. Well, I mean, hopefully I'll, I'll catch up because yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of recommendations. This. Yeah, loads of people love it. Um. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I want to know why. Yeah. I, know. I, I mean, don't know how, why. How they many love episodes it. is it? Oh, I think there's ten. I'm Never sure guess. there's ten. I'm, I'm going to say ten. Say ten. Say ten. Cool. Um, what do you give it out of ten? Don't give it one per episode. I'll give it. I'll give it a. I'll give it a seven. You can give it a seven. I'll give it a solid seven. Okay. Yeah, two yeah, of you. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> That'll do. Well, you think it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, user uh, simply named John Sinclair. Okay. Uh, 
gives it two stars out of ten. Wow. Uh, with a review unbelievably bad. <laughs> two out of ten, unbelievably bad. <laughs> this is from the uh, 26th of July, 2017. And I shall read it. Okay, you do As that. I believe it has been written. <laughs> the storyline is unoriginal. Characters stereotyped, underplayed swearing, and a denignation to Missouri citizens and the <laughs> FBI. Jason Bateman's character is as believable as Gorma Pyle. And that goes for the rest of the cast. You expect the viewers to believe this? I do not understand the high ratings unless you enjoy watching gay sex <laughs> and BJs in strip joints. If I was to grade the writers, I would give him a C- minus for originality and an A for appealing to 18-year-old boys. <laughs> I give it two stars because for the camera work. Otherwise, a zero. <laughs> Unbelievably bad. Two stars. John Sinclair. I'm, I'm, well, 26th I'm... of July. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say on behalf of John Sinclair, there are... There, there's a lot of shit people in this actually. There's, really? Uh, yeah, there's there's, uh, there's a young girl called Julia Garner who plays Focus. No, what did she play one time? Focus, Focus is a kick-ass name for a it person. It's a good name, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, Focus. we should we should write a screenplay around a person called Focus, Focus. and then sell it to the Wachowskis. <laughs> yeah. And then it should be called Mrs. Focus. She plays Ruth, who's kind of like the the mother is gang of not even the mother she's like the, the the niece of a gang of hillbillies and she like runs the roof she's like a little fucking fifteen year old girl gang you fucking do as I say like it's little Lennis like, from smoking the bandit yes, yes. <laughs> what's up daddy <laughs> where did that come from <laughs> oh man and, and also the FBI the FBI agent in this is just dog shit really, really? bad yeah and there is a guy FBI thing. federal booby expense uh, federal bureau of investigations <laughs> <laughs> like, like Simpsons character. <laughs> so yeah, I can see exactly where he's coming from. Actually, there is some shit in this. To be honest, there is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has it got BJ's? It is. There is. BJ's. I love the fact that someone <laughs> in the year, in the space year, two thousand and seventeen, used the phrase BJ. <laughs> It's funny as well because there is a scene in it. Because anyway, this FBI agent is gay and uh, he. He's about to have sex with a hillbilly, and his hillbilly is quite a main character. Look, he's like he's undercover. This FBI yeah. agent, his hillbilly knocks on his door, and Sally just turns around. We're about to see some hot gay sex, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you do. <laughs> so it was really funny. Oh, yeah, I forgot dear. she said that. It was real funny. Oh, yeah. brilliant! Brilliant. <laughs> um, well, I mean, uh, I mean, we don't often end the show on hot gay sex recommendations. Not really. I mean, um, we do all. After the show, we after, the show after the show, we just—that's all we share. We, we, we just get a sharpie and write them on my fucking magnolia walls. My kids come down in the morning, and go, "Daddy, what's that?" And I go, "Well, when you're older." <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you, you yeah. What have you watched? What have I watched? Well, I mean, watched is um, probably uh, viewed. Viewed. I mean, I, I've read. I've read another book. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to do two things actually. I'm going to be yep. selfish. Okay. Uh, very quickly, I read uh, Metro 2033. Yes. The, uh, the Russian post-apocalyptic sci-fi yeah. thing, uh, of which they're you know hugely successful, uh, and there's been uh, some some very good video games made of that. Um, I like the game. Yeah, Metro and uh, Metro Last Light. Well, I think it was Last Light I've played, which is the second one, isn't it? Yes, correct. Um, I bought them both in the Redux oh, pack, like, like the PS4 thing. Yeah, 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 it might even be less than that. Yeah. And uh, I, I played it for about 10 minutes, I didn't get on with it. Uh, but par- should, partly yeah. because, and I'm going to tell you this, Colin, uh, partly because the uh, the games start with a like bit and then it flashes back. Yeah. And the bit that it started with, I wasn't at in the book. Oh, right, okay. And I was reading it, so I stopped playing it. Oh, I see. So I didn't want to spoil the book for me. So it's pretty, it is similar to the book then? Yes, very similar. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and I, I did go back and played it for about an hour or so, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so there's Autumn, and he's doing his thing, and there's the like tunnels, and there's his station and all that. Um, yeah, the, the book, the book's heavy going, man. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, you know, I love the bleakness of post-apocalyptica, yeah, yeah. and this fucking ladles it on. Like, like it's, it's, I mean, it's bleak and it's Russian bleak. <laughs> yeah, 
yes, a hundred percent. There is bleak, and there is Russian bleak, and they ain't Russian. They are taking their fucking time. <laughs> like this is hard. Core man. Really? Um, now, as I understand it, not to go into this too deep, but as I understand it, there's 80 books. 80? So far. Because basically what this geezer did, I can't remember his name, I'm too lazy to look it up. Um, <laughs> he opened up the franchise. He's just like, this is open source. Go at it, guys. Really? It's not like I can go down, sit down and write a Jack Reacher book because yeah, I'll yeah. get my ass sued off. Yeah, he was yeah. just like, no, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. Go off you go. Fucking hell. And it's hugely successful off the back of that. So there's so many books and everyone's like going, oh no, like there's like a million books, but I'll do the accent. There's like a million books, <laughs> but there's only three main ones and you must buy them. Right, so everyone has bought the yeah. the proper books. So it's Metro 2033, 2034 and 2035. Right. Now, got to admit, they are written in Russian and it does lose a little bit in translation. Yeah. They are not translated well. Right. Well, I mean, honestly, hands on heart, perhaps there is a better translation than the one that I read. That is often the case with translated books. They, they yeah. do sometimes <laughs> do them, have another go at yeah. them. Um, and it might have just been that I picked up an old copy. But uh, I, li- I, I did like it. It's well bleak. And if you like your bleak stuff, go for it. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty hardcore. I'm interested to play the video game properly, but unfortunately, I'm next. Gonna, yeah, need in Destiny. Now, to, uh, 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 the thing is, it's PS3. It is PS3. I can't. I can't play Metro Last Light because that's based on the next book. Yeah. So I need to read that before I can play that, and that's PS4. But uh, Metro 2033 is PS3 era, yeah. and even though it's a good, good reboot, like a redo of it, yeah, yeah, still, still, it's still it's the still graphics aren't great. And the, the controls aren't the great. controls are the main thing. Yeah, controls yeah. the main thing, and it's yeah, it, it's buggy as shit. But yeah. um, I'm not reviewing the game. I'm reviewing no, no. The, but the, the the book the book's very good, and I recommend it to everyone. But understand that it is bleak, <laughs> <laughs> really fucking bleak, Russian bleak, Russian bleak. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing that I want to talk about is whilst I look at my list, Archer season eight. Oh, wicked! Now I'm going to do this in a few sentences. It's great. Watch it. Because it's great. Okay. Done. Yeah. As good as the rest. As good as. Lovely. There's wow. one... It's it's actually quite sentimental because the character who played Woodhouse died. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because he was very old. It wasn't Did he like, look like Woodhouse, by the way? I don't know. It's an interesting okay. question because they all kind of look, look like, like their characters. Yeah, they? yeah. Or like someone except else's... Except Archie, you said. Yeah, yeah except Archie. really ugly. Well, no, he's not really ugly. Oh, he, he, just, he looks, looks like Kodesh. Oh right! Oh, that's not ugly. It's good looking. No, no, no. He's a good looking guy, but he just yeah. doesn't look anything like, like Archer. Archer. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's like short and he's like dark hair and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But he just he's got a kick-ass voice. Yeah, he's, um, yeah. But yeah, we I mean, Archer. He's tall and you know blah blah blah. But all of the rest handsome. of them, and handsome. All the rest of them either look like the character they're playing. Yeah, that's or what, someone yeah. else. Right. Like so, uh, the character of Krieger. <coughs> Is voiced by uh, Lucky Yates, who is the character model for Ray. Oh, if I okay. Remember rightly. Right. It's something like that. Is that that way round? Right, um, gotcha. Does anyone like Krieger then? Uh, these are good questions, Alan. You need to find these out. Yeah, uh, who is it? it? Looks like Krieger. Um, it's uh, no, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. pass. I'll uh, I'll have to get back into Archer. So what? So Woodhouse. What what do they do? So so Woodhouse into, died yeah. in the in real life. Yeah. So they worked it into the show. So in oh, the show, because, right. because if you remember from the end of season seven from Archer Vice, I haven't seen I haven't seen half of Archer wicked. Vice. Wicked. I know. I've wicked. got to get back. The end on is board. wicked. Um, but let's just say that Archer's in a coma right. at the beginning of season eight, and this is kind of like his feverish coma dream. Right. Okay. Um. What, so the whole series? The whole series. And it's all <laughs> yeah. set in like the 40s. Oh, really? So he's like, he's like a 40s to say, he's like, hey guy, like PI sort of thing. <laughs> Brilliant. And every, all the other characters are in it, but they're all sort of like doing it. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, yeah. a Barry's in it. Um, <laughs> like, and again, he all he gets fucked up. So he's again, he's like a robot thing. <laughs> Somehow. And it, even though it's like the 1940s. Um, oh yeah, because it's full of Nazis and stuff like that. So Krieger's, no, like, Krieger's like a proper Nazi at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like creating these like robot dogs and shit. Uh, um, brilliant. So every, everyone's in it. Everything is as well written and well acted as you, as you imagine. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Uh, it had one of the funniest callbacks I've ever 
ever, ever heard in a TV show to the point where I had to pause it because I couldn't breathe and I was <laughs> laughing so hard for just the most stupid throwaway line. That's how well it's written because they know that people are going to absolutely mainline it. Yeah, so yeah. They, can, they can kind of refer back to something from like three episodes ago yeah, yeah. that refers back to something in the same episode and you get it and you understand it and you piss yourself. Like, it <laughs> oh, got, I definitely have to get on board with that. Like, oh, there's, 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 the, thing, the thing they're doing is introducing new regulars in. Right, okay. So as much as, you know, you got like Christian Slater who came in as Slater. Chris Slater, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slater. So you got, um, there's a couple of other people coming in. I think I think one of them's um, Patton Oswalt. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think it's Patton Oswalt. But whoever it is, he's fucking hilarious. Uh, but either way, there's lots of regulars that are now sort of eking their way into the cast list. Nice. Um, and they're, they're very welcome. They're freshening it up. Yeah, totally, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with all the rest of them. No, no, no. But you know, sometimes you need a little new dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Someone else good. to cunt off. It's a little, ca- yeah, a little, <laughs> a little catalyst. And, and all the new ones are fantastic. Wicked. So, uh, yeah, Archer Season 8 is all on Netflix. Definitely get involved. You need to get up to speed because they are, they've been complete. they've been complete. Yeah. They've been commissioned for uh, another couple of seasons. Okay. Uh, and they are knocking them out. Wicked. So, if you, again, if you've never seen Archer, you're a fucking fool. Get yeah, on that straight away. Because yeah. um, I think the, the, the seasons are very short and they are the funniest thing on television. Nice. Nice. I think it's a good place to leave it, Cole. I'm so tired, Alan. I'm tired as well. I'm yeah, tired. And uh, the next time we meet, my friend, I would have been around the world You'd twice. You'd have been in Honkers in New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, Honkers, New York. And a couple of other places as well. Jesus. And then... Um, I'd have been to uh, Hoddesdon. I like Hoddesdon. Harlow. There's a Lido in both those places. Is there? Yeah. In Hoddesdon? Yep. I'm never going to go there. Go there. And a Morrison's. So I might go to Morrison's. Yeah. Across the Yellow M. <laughs> sure, that's McDonald's, right? No, no, they're called Archie, you fucking fool. Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I'll see you in Cowlong Bay, um, All right. dare you? Well, that's enough from me, Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And we'll see you in a, in a few weeks. We're going to be honest. We're going to be honest. We'll never see you again. <laughs> Remember me. If, if I die, I avenge my death. Uh, so that, that's uh, Scatshot125. Laters. Bruv. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>